What does a healthy relationship look like to you? Oh, I was expecting that. <laughs> yeah, no. It's very um, broad, but we're going to narrow it down. Uh, I would probably say one where you can be honest with each other and mm-hmm. um, open. And more importantly, like especially for us as Christians, to have it centered with within Christ first and foremost. Like, it okay. shouldn't be like a... It should be a pursuit of Christ together. Not, it should be a pursuit of Christ, okay. Yeah, not just like two people who are hanging out, which is, that's cool too, but I think for it to be a healthy and meaningful relationship, you need to have a goal. Okay, yeah, a goal. I like that. So what does a healthy relationship look like with yourself? Oh, well. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah, you see how I narrowed this nice. down? She okay. thought about this. Um, a healthy, see, it's, it's hard. It's like an it's, interview. Yeah, it is. It's a podcast. <laughs> I would say, um, yeah, you have to be honest with yourself and you need to be honest. pursuing Christ first and foremost. And that needs to be the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So when you say honest with yourself, do you think there's a balance between being, I guess, negatively honest with yourself? Like, all you see are the yeah. negatives versus being honest with, like, truly honest. Like, where do you think there should be a balance there? Yes. Yes? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You, like, you can always be too, mm-hmm. I would not want to say too honest, but I think it gets to a point where you're just, like, overly Self-degrading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, that kind of leads into today's topic. <laughs> Body image. Image. Okay, so how can you have a healthy self look at yourself? Self look. Let's self look at ourselves. Yes, that's that's what it is. Okay. Sorry, that's a little bit. Okay. I'm so out of it, but this is gonna be Gucci. Yeah. So, do you wanna take us away? Do you want me to? Ask your question. Okay, so I kind of didn't go that deep with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just kind of, uh, I found an article that I liked. But uh, I was thinking about my life and what's impacted me and my own body image. And one of those things was social media. Oh. So I was like, does social media play yes. a part in negative body image or comparison? Because I think we're going to that pool. Yeah, the short answer is yes. The short answer is yes. The long answer is yeah. So, um, <laughs> no, I was I was reading up an article, and basically these media psychologists, I can't even, mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to source it, but um, they wanted to conduct a uh, experiment about social comparison. So it was, I think this was a few years ago, but they started this, they teamed with Pinterest, let me, oh. um, to create this trend called Finspiration, I think that's Finspiration. what it was. Yeah, and so what they did was they put out unhealthy um, goals or unhealthy, like, I don't know if it was a workout regimen or mm-hmm. a dieting plan, something like that. We've all been on Pinterest. We know what yeah. that is. Um, and they tracked where the pin was saved and what it was saved to because you can see that on your analytics. And... Basically, they found that a lot of uh, women were saving it to, like, health and working out and stuff. So, um, that kind of correlated to, basically, um, 
these unhealthy standards that people were taking and applying it to themselves and being Mm -hmm. like, okay, this is what I'm going to follow. And when they weren't getting the results that they wanted, Mm -hmm. because they weren't going to get them because it wasn't like helpfully done. It's not sustainable. Yeah. um, People get all out of whack. And I definitely relate to that to some degree. Um, And then it got to the point where Pinterest had to put out a warning every time someone searched um, the the term the inspiration that okay. was like yeah you need to be healthy in moderation and blah 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 I kind of summarized it but um they ended up getting rid of that tag and I looked it up on my own phone because I do have Pinterest and it is gone now but that was interesting to me I thought that was a really simple way of just kind of showing how unhealthy we view ourselves and how mm-hmm. we're just oh I don't like this I'm gonna change it and we want it quickly and we want yes. it immediately it's you can have a goal and you can set an aim to get that goal and of course our aim is going to be the fastest shortest way to do it and sure it might work for a little bit but it's not going to be sustainable you know in the long run you can take shortcuts i think this applies for everything in life you can Say, I study for a test. Yeah. You know, it can be little bits at a time, or it can be all at once. That makes absolutely no sense. I'm losing. Yeah, lost a little bit, but I love your enthusiasm. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, short term affects the long term. Yeah. And it could be either for the good or for the bad. Mm-hmm. Here's an example. So, we moved into... The house that I we we're sitting in right now, yeah. um, my family did over the summer, and it was built in the '60s mm-hmm. by a couple who we love. They're great, um, but Mr. Charlie, he's passed away now. But when he was building this, he was building it for himself and for his lifetime, which it 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 served its purpose. But he mm-hmm. did cut some corners to save money and stuff like that, okay. which is 100% fine, right? Well, and you're dealing with those consequences. We're dealing with the long-term consequences of the corners that were cut. So, for example, he did. There was some different types of grout being used in my parents' bathroom, mm-hmm. and it ended up leaking into my bathroom downstairs. <laughs> and so we had to tile, <laughs> retile, tear everything out, and start from the beginning. And now it's a lot better. And then another thing was we had to replace all the toilets because they also were from the 60s. Oh. Um, the uh, pink, though. The pink yeah, nice. yeah, the pink toilet. Uh, <laughs> but he had used concrete to stabilize the toilet oh, into the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. I don't, so, I'm not like Bob the Builder or anything, <laughs> but I think that's the problem. Well, yeah, uh, it was. <laughs> my dad, bless him, he got it out, and now I have a full-grown toilet from... How last year, whatever. Um, but you know, when you choose to take things the quick and easy way, there's going to be consequences, and it yeah. might not directly affect you, but the other mm-hmm. people around you as well. So let's say, if someone were to set, I saw this on the internet. <clears throat> wow, <laughs> it wasn't like a Christian source; it was just a regular source. If someone wanted to set a goal to lose. 10 pounds, we'll say 10. They're going to cut calories insanely lowly. <laughs> yes. 
Okay. Just so that they can reach that goal. Okay, well, what happens once you reach that goal? You're at your goal weight. What are you going to do to stay at that goal weight? Well, you've already, you know, reached your goal weight, so you can just go back to eating everything that you were eating before, right? You're going to gain it all back. Yeah, because there wasn't a lifestyle change. Exactly. It was only to reach that goal. Um, it's not healthy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So let's dive in. What does scripture say about our body image and comparison and stuff like well, that? Well, we should be content with what we have. True. <clears throat> because if we're always living in a constant state of comparison, and if we have comparison as our motive to work out or eat right or whatever it may be, um, <clears throat> it's, like I said, it's not going to be sustainable. So, and it's not really glorifying God because it's more like self yeah. motivation, you know. I you actually sent me a, a little devotional about body image, this yeah. Morning, and I was looking through like the main scriptures for each day, and I had written some down at the beginning of the week, yeah. and they were the same. And I, I just, know it was so cool. Um, but one of my I have, I'll read two, and Go. I'll probably list a bunch more later. But um. 1 Samuel 16, 7 says, The Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as a man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Mm -hmm. And also, Proverbs 31, 30. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. So that kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, how if Christ is the sinner... Mm -hmm. of your image and you are focused and you have your identity in him mm -hmm. then these other things are going to fall secondary or below that and mm -hmm. you're not going to have to be stressed out and worried about it all the time and having to prepare yourself because you know that that's not where your identity is rooted in yeah so it's kind of like a priority list but i don't think god should be number one on the priority list I think God should be the priority list. Yeah. And everything you put on that list is <clears throat> done to glorify God. Does exactly. that make sense? That yeah. does make sense. You kind of scared me. I know. Like, I loved not number one. I was like, <laughs> whoa. Okay. I, lo I just wanted to see your facial reaction whenever I said that. Um, that's mainly why I said it. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> You're like, mom, I have an atheist in my house. <laughs> No, but <laughs> <laughs> I have like a little bit of an adrenaline rush now. <laughs> Good. So, okay, so God looks at the heart. And I think that's another thing that we should be, you know, going into relationships <clears throat> and or even with ourselves, you have to go on the inside, fix on what's on the inside so that the outside can reflect what's on the inside. Yes. That was, that was that a whole lot of words. the most confusing way to say that, but I understand what you're saying. Yo, yeah, my brain is fried. <laughs> it's all right. I think that took like 200 words to say one thing. Um, <laughs> it's good. It's we, I understood. That's all that matters. Yes. Yeah, and you understood what you were saying, I hope. I hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, I, I don't know. 
I think that everyone struggles with comparison and body image at some point. Because we're always around, you know, like you said in the beginning, social media. You can go on Pinterest. If you tag one thing on your pin, you're immediately flooded with your timeline with workout regimens and diet plans and all that stuff. Because what you're being fed constantly, you're automatically going to think. There's a Bible verse. (laughs) I do have some Bible verses. Yeah, you do. You have a lot of Bible verses. It's in Proverbs. It talks about um, what you think will ultimately flow out of your heart. So if I'm constantly being bombarded with diet plans and I have to be at a certain weight, I have to achieve this, this, and that, I'm automatically at some point going to feed into that. Yeah. I think that you choose what you put in your head. Mm -hmm. And not all the time, um, but there's a couple things that you can control, especially with social media. Most times you can choose what you what the like the algorithm is going to give you things that they think that you like Mm -hmm. and if you show an interest in something that you probably you know isn't good for your mental health or you know isn't good for your own image of yourself and you can control whether or not you choose to look at that you could keep going or Mm -hmm. you just get rid of it like it's not Mm -hmm. a necessary thing um and you also can choose how you react whether you decide to go oh well i'm gonna uh, drink three pounds of apple cider vinegar so yes. I can lose 40 pounds in two hours. That is oh. the dumbest trend I think I've ever seen. <laughs> I Apple cider vinegar tastes so bad. It I tastes can't. like a foot. Oh my goodness, it's horrible. <laughs> um, I know it does like has some healthy properties, but that was just a joke. Uh, anyway, or you can go, okay, well, let me read some scripture and, mm-hmm. you know, put into perspective, you know, how I'm feeling and why. <laughs> because 2,000 years ago, you know, the ancient times, I highly doubt <clears throat> that they were worried about their food consumption and calorie intake. Well, I mean, I don't know. We talked about when we read Songs of Solomon how, like, the girl was struggling with some insecurities and so was the guy, but they overcame that with their love for each other. And, you know, I think that, you know, there's always going to be, there's always been like a picture of beauty. Yeah. The humanism. Even though it is. Yeah, exactly. And so they might not be worried about that, but like at one point, weren't you, you're supposed to have like a waist that was like two inches small. Like everyone was worried about that. Now, like, I mean, that's not really, I mean, Sure, like, but it's not the focal point, and I think that's why it's important that we don't let the culture decide what's beautiful about us. Because culture always shifts. Two, like, a hundred years ago, beauty standard was different than what the beauty standard is today. So why are we chasing after something that never stays in the same place? It's always moving. So we can chase a target, but if the target's always moving, you're never going to get there, you mm-hmm. know? Exactly. And that kind of sucks because <laughs> I, I love to hit goals. I love to do this and that. But if there's not a pinpoint of to where I'm trying to go, if it's not set and you're running after it. You're chasing something you're never going to get. In Ecclesiastes, you know, it's the life is a... A vapor. I was yeah. about to say a whisper. I was like, a whisper that Life makes no is sense. It's a whisper. No, it's a vapor. It's like 
that includes beauty too. Yeah. <laughs> just starts to get fed up. Yeah. Life um, is just one really long ASMR video. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, no, you can't, can't let yourself fall into that pit because it's very hard to get out of. <laughs> it is because once you're stuck in it, it's like the whole anxiety thing. You become short-sighted. Yeah. And I think you can become obsessive. You're selling yourself short by so much. Mm-hmm. Because you're only focusing on your short-term goal. Yeah, and in a way, it's kind of ignoring... God's any, purpose. Yeah, and the things about yourself that you should be looking at, mm-hmm. like examining your heart. In First Peter 3, 3-4, three through four, it says, Do not let your adorning be external, but the braiding of hair and putting on of jewelry, or the clothing you wear. Mm-hmm. But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart within the imperishable body of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. Meekness. Meekness yeah. is not weakness. Yeah, are you focusing on fruit of the spirit or whether you get those gains in? Like, oh! <laughs> I was kind of called out, but yes, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's solid right there. That was not the intention. But no, no, I needed that. Um... Yes. What's the condition of your heart if you're at the point where the first person, like the first thing that you think about in the morning is how you look or when you see someone that Mm -hmm. you're friends with, you're like, oh, well, I don't like this part about myself. Like, Mm -hmm. ooh, let's let's have a chat. (laughs) Satan can also use the whole body image thing to distract you from fulfilling God's purpose because... Yes. Oh, I'm not fit to do that. That can be physically and mentally. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't do that. Just the word I can't. He uses that. And he uses that against you because you're not at this level. You don't look like this. You're, you're not there. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be there. God uses you where you are. Exactly. And then he builds you up. You just have to have faith in him to build you up. Ooh, yes. Good stuff. I like that. Um, and Satan just loves to, he doesn't want you to do what God wants. Mm-hmm. He's always trying to get you to do what you want or trying to get you to um, go from God's purpose. And it's easy to fall in because it's just easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're born into sin and it's... Born of the flesh. Yeah, and so that kind of stuff is very tempting. And it's mm-hmm. really easy for us to be like, well, I can't do this. Well, no, you're right. You can't. You have to rely on, mm-hmm. like, the Holy Spirit. Yes, not by my strength, yeah, exactly. but by His Spirit. You, if you're looking for motivation in yourself and even other people around mm-hmm. you or things or your own body, it's not going... You're not going to find fulfillment, and that's why you're never going to be mm-hmm. satisfied. You have to be rooted in scripture and be around people who are going to point you back to scripture. Now, at one point this week, you just sent me a message and you were just reading scripture and you're like, you should go read your Bible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, and just, I appreciate that because like, you're great, but I can't find the fulfillment that I need in you. Mm-hmm. I can only find that in Christ. Yes. And same for you. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's really comforting to have people around you who can point you back to scripture. Mm-hmm. Everything changes. Yeah. Everything. Culture changes. People change. The only thing that doesn't change is the Bible and God. It's like Jevin said. It's that fixed point. 
you have to go to the fixed point in order to readjust, to realign yourself. Alignment determines the assignment. If you're aligned with scripture, I am becoming... Dr. Seuss. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, alignment determines the assignment. So if I'm lined up with scripture, if I'm... Let's see here. Aligned with, I guess my purpose like what God's calling me to do of course I'm going to have more of a responsibility to carry out that task you know does that make any sense I don't know like I'm going off on such a tangent I have no idea where I went I think I get what you're saying I'm not trying to say it's by my strength for the source to figure out what to do yes or how to live because that's how we should wait? Again. How shall we then live? How then shall we? Live? Yes, one of those. <laughs> yeah, close. Francis Shafee. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I uh, yeah. I think that that a lot of that ties in. And I was thinking this morning with um, the whole situation that's been going on. <clears throat> I got really discouraged last night. My dad basically was like, "You need to stop looking at things on your phone mm-hmm. because." You're not doing what you that. input, it becomes the output. Yeah, and I was thinking about we had an assignment of like naming this next generation that we're living in and naming mm-hmm. um, the age that we're in. And I was thinking about, you know, uh, my partner Maya, we were talking about self indulgence and reactive nihilism. Mm-hmm. And I think that is very apparent in the <laughs> way that everyone is reacting to everything right mm-hmm. now. Um, and I don't know, I just, I just kind of sat there and I was just thinking about it. And I was like, this is so very telling mm-hmm. of our hearts and where we're at as a society and how, um, just by how we react to things and how mm-hmm. we decide to accomplish our goals. Mm-hmm. Um, we're so impatient. Impatient. Impatient isn't a fruit of the spirit. Yeah, and it's just so sad and it's really easy to lose hope, but we do have a hope, and it is everlasting. Mm-hmm. And so you have to go back to that um, in every aspect of your life, not just your body image. Um, we have to align ourselves with yeah. Scripture. There you go. That's what exactly. I was trying to say earlier. Ultimately, if you're rooted in Christ, and no matter what problem you have, mm-hmm. and you continue to go back to Scripture, that's going to turn into a growing moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you're ultimately that was the weirdest way to say ultimately you're going i don't know what okay you're going to be a better steward i've noticed lately if i'm in the word i'm doing my devotionals i'm doing my quiet time i have this i don't want to say motivation because i think motivation is more of a fleshly thing but i'm that i'm not vocab whiz i'm gonna say motivation so if i'm doing if I'm not slacking in my spiritual, you know, my relationship with God, my relationship with myself and my relationship with others are going to be better. Um, it's, you kind of get f- like filled up with yeah. the good Bible. And then yeah, you, you have can to go. make your vertical relationship before you, mm-hmm. yeah, blah, blah, blah. hold on. I can say this, just give me yes. four seconds. Vertical? Your vertical relationship has to be right before your horizontal, horizontal relationship. Yes. Yes, the go quadrant on. planes, yes. Um, yeah, and it's kind of like, I don't want to say it, I don't want to bring it up, but the whole like ACT, SAT prep stuff, yeah, it's, 
I'm not going to go there, but just know <laughs> I'm in the word and I'm doing good in that area of my life too. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> that's everything. I am. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I think that, I don't remember what I was about to say. It just completely flew out of my mind. Um, yeah. I yeah. don't know what just happened to me. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think, oh, I remember now. Um, okay. Basically, that goes back to, like, what you put in your head, too. Mm -hmm. Um, If you... I've been, like, reading a lot of things that have just, like, made me feel more confident. Mm -hmm. And just, like, trying to encourage myself so -hmm. that I can encourage others. Mm -hmm. And making sure that I don't walk into a situation feeling insecure. Because if you do that, you're going to... Set yourself up for failure. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I came off as insecure because you're acting insecure. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if you... Even if you have to, like, fake it till you make it with things like that. Fake it till you make it, baby. You know, it works better. (laughs) Yes. um, Yeah. I just... I don't know. I used that a couple instances this week and I was... Or, like, last week because today's Monday. Oh, okay. (laughs) uh, Like, whenever we went to the lake and they were... Crap ton of people. Oh, I know. I like, and that's the first time I've ever worn that bathing suit. And yeah. I just, I would have You know. were looking fine. <laughs> Thank you. Me too. But I was, when I got, right before I got in your car, I was like, okay, I'm going to be confident. Just, <laughs> With a chicken in the back of my car. that chicken yeah flow. we both rocked the chicken <laughs> flow and i don't know it just like it really made my day a lot happier and when mm-hmm. i got home i was just like oh i'm glad that went well yes, <laughs> yes. i got a little pep in my step there you go i dig it <laughs> radical <brother. laughs> so now let's switch over to the darker side of things <laughs> lack of intentionality so let's say in quiet time, I haven't been doing it, um, <laughs> I'm not listening to worship music, I'm doing basically, I'm satisfying my own desires, so, and then with that comes more comparison, more self-hate, all that bundle of jazz, <laughs> bundle of jazz. I was gonna say bundle of joy, but then I was like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> Um, why do the thing that makes sense when you cannot? <laughs> yeah, I was like, why do a normal thing whenever you can do a Kinsey thing? Uh, <laughs> Motto. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's, because no, we're not all perfect. We're all going to fall into. <laughs> None of us are perfect, Kinsey. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what I just said. <laughs> We're not all perfect. Only some <laughs> of us. Okay, none of us are perfect. That's what I meant to say. Um, so whenever we do fall into those days where you wake up, you're like, ugh. <laughs> um, and you, you're just stuck in this hole. And that hole is comparison. Because, let's say, yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> I just start tangents and I don't you end it. finish the mid-sentence. You <laughs> try to finish your thought. You're just like, oh, yeah, good turn. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, when you, I think when you're trying to fulfill yourself without Christ. There's always um, this hole. Exactly. And 
you're all you can only benefit yourself by being in scripture mm-hmm. um even though it will like definitely give you a spiritual spanking sometimes spiritual spanking <laughs> I love it. like there are times where i've been like definitely struggling with something and i'm like okay i'm gonna sit down and read my bible because you know that's what mm-hmm. i need to do and i'll sit down and read something and like i just got called out <laughs> and does it feel good no, no, but, but it's, it's growing. It, it's necessary, and I know that I can look back on it and be like, "Yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. This is this is why this is here, and this is what I need to do." And I'm thankful that we don't have a God who is willing to lightning bolts on your head every time you give us what something. we want instead of what we need, mm. um, because we would be in a sticky situation. <laughs> I feel like sometimes He does give us what we want just to show that. As a way of discipline to yeah. show us like how unfulfilling it is. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> yeah, because at some point, I know you have brothers, so let's say <laughs> you're. <laughs> you're right, I do. <laughs> so let's say one of them wants to go jump out the window onto the trampoline or something. Your parents can say no <laughs> constantly, yes. <laughs> constantly. Imagine. And on that hundredth time, they might be like, sure, go ahead and do it. Go break your arm and your brothers do it. And then they They won't see, do that again. <laughs> yeah, because you see how much hurt and pain comes with that. Yeah. yeah. So that can steer you back in the right direction. For sure. Alignment. And like uh, Job with mm-hmm. all of his sufferings. Like it, he used it to bring him closer to Christ mm-hmm. and all of his sufferings, even though it wasn't directly correlated to him. He was. He could still. Oh goodness! I lost four words in my vocabulary just then. Um, uh, he was able to learn from it and be like, okay, this is what's happening to me. Even if it isn't something that you wanted necessarily, God's put that in your life as a struggle, and if you rely on Him, He's gonna. He's got you, mm-hmm. and He's got you. Even if it isn't, you know what you want or what you think you need, you. You you you've lost everything. Like he's there, and that's that's the important thing. Being content, contentment, content in the situation you're in, content with the body you're in. Oh yeah, yeah. The whole body image thing. Yee-yee. There's this acronym I've always I learned it whenever I was in kindergarten. This is how I grew up with joy, love Jesus, love others, then love yourself. Ooh, I don't agree with that. Love Jesus. This okay. Hear me out. <laughs> love Jesus. Okay. Yes. Love Jesus. <laughs> love yourself. Then love others. Yeah. Think about that. I think they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I think that um, you don't want to be overconfident. You don't want to be to the point where you're like, no one else is. Uh, they're all beneath me, little peasants. But at the same time, like it's hard for you to serve others if you can't. If you hate yourself. Yeah, and I think in order to serve others right and. In order to be able to love others, you have to learn how to love. Love yourself. And if you can't love who God has made you... How are you going to love other people that remain yeah, in His image? and accept that you have problems that you mm-hmm. need to work through and that you need to study Scripture and become sanctified. It is a process. Ooh, it is a process. Yeah, it is a process. It is. <laughs> and you have to keep growing so that you can better serve the people around you who God's put in your life, and they could serve you as well. Because how are you going to accept love if you can't even give love? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I told someone this. 
a few weeks ago and I could tell they're like what that makes no sense but I've started to kind of experiment and try to live that out and it you you do love people more when you love yourself because love your neighbor as yourself yeah I think you begin to truly love people yes when you, genuinely yeah and um we talked about in ethics how love is sacrifice. And I think there are things that we have to sacrifice mm-hmm. for ourselves. And that's how we truly begin to, Because you know. Jesus died on the cross for us. That mm-hmm. is the image of sacrificial love. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, but when you, when you begin to, you know, sacrifice things that you want for things that you know you need. Mm-hmm. And you... You, go, you grow and you when you begin to see like this is what Christ wants for me and this is good even mm-hmm. though it doesn't look like it necessarily or doesn't mm-hmm. feel good mm-hmm. it is good and you have to pursue that head first mm-hmm. with and there's like there's gonna be times where you doubt and you worry and you're anxious but you have to work through that in order to get to sanctification yes a stronger place <laughs> With your relationship vertically and horizontally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that when you are looking for fulfillment in other things and other people, it's not really, you're not really loving that person. You're, you're just loving the feeling. Yeah. And you want something from them. Mm-hmm. You don't want to love. On, well, I'm not going to say that because, you know, there are times where like you can love someone or, you know, show, be a servant and not necessarily have that in your heart, but mm-hmm. it's so much better when the Lord is doing it. Yes. And it just has this whole nother aspect of just freedom. And you're not held back by any expectations or standards that you've set for yourself or other mm-hmm. people around you. Um, also... Like, I know, for me, when I, like, we talked about last week how I, like, you know, try to see the best in people and build mm-hmm. them up to something that they're not. Like, when you love with the intent of giving, that kind of takes that away because you're like, okay, they, you know, we're all human and we all have things that we need to help each other with. Mm-hmm. So I can help this person and they can help me and I'm not just sitting here feeling bad for myself all mm-hmm. the time. Like, I don't have to compare myself. I can just... Be myself and be who's God's made me to be. Be who God made me to be, mm-hmm. and be content, like we were talking about earlier. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think on how to go off of that. I rather so, trailed. I'm sorry. No, it's good. So God wants us. You know, at the beginning, I asked, "What is a healthy relationship?" Mm-hmm. God wants us to have healthy relationships. He doesn't want us to. Let's see here. Have poopy relationships. Oh, yeah. I like that word. Yeah. yeah poopy. Of all the things. <laughs> he doesn't want us to have unhealthy, unhealthy relationships. relationships with ourselves or unhealthy relationships with others because there's, it's just going to stunt your growth. <laughs> and it hurts so bad. It just leads you down a whole other path that he doesn't want you to go on. Yeah. And I think once you experience an unhealthy relationship, it just highlights, like how we were talking about earlier with the analogy of my brother's jumping out of a window. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Sometimes he gives you those relationships. He's like, here, you want it? Have it. It makes it so much easier to let go. Mm -hmm. To like when, if, you know, let's use my brother's analogy. Next time they're like, oh, but that's a different window. And (laughs) I know it's not perfect, but. No, I get it. And parents go, no. They're going to be like, well, I remember what happened last time. Like, yes, exactly. So. So when someone when something does a whole work, new revelation just came to me. Wow. Share. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're doing great. Uh, <laughs> podcast level one hundred. <laughs> no, I was just thinking. So how you said past? You know they they jumped out the window the first time. <laughs> they jumped out the window the first time. It didn't end well. So they wanted to try a new window. That, that, this is like the whole relationship. You try one relationship, it doesn't end well. Why are you going to go on another relationship that's similar to the first one if you know how it's going to end? Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's this song by Drake. <sighs> there's this lyric. I can probably. <laughs> no, please hear me out. It's no new friends. It, there's, that's like, that's the lyric in it. But you're staying the same. Because you need those relationships. Yeah. When I say relationships, I mean relationships that are rooted in scripture that you can like iron sharpens iron Mm -hmm. you need that other companion (laughs) to help you so if I fall I know you're going to be on another level and a sanity level that can help me like I guess rise up you know for a second I thought you were talking about like physically falling over and I was like I don't know what you're talking about but I know you laugh at me please yeah exactly please continue (laughs) um so, but if you have those crappy relationships, the ones that aren't helping you grow, they're stunting your growth. Mm-hmm. If you fall and the other person fell with you, you're both stuck in the pit. And now you, what? You look like you're on the same level, so it's hard to identify what's wrong. Yes. Too, because like if you're both, you know, really going through something, and you know, well, I don't have time to focus on that. I mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Like you can't give to each other, and you can't, especially like. It even happens with, like, other believers and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you get to a point where you're like, okay, well, this is not... We are not sharpening each other. Yeah. yeah you probably veered off the path a little bit. Like, um... <laughs> Most of us are tripping with the people that we call friends. Bra, whoa, yeah. Yeah. I... Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, like, the past quarantine, I really realized... What, who I should be around more and who I should let go. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> this is turned from body image to relationship. relationship. I, I, I'm not the person to cry. The last time I cried was whenever... Yeah, I know. Okay, um... But... In, <sighs> oh, no. <It's>, so, <laughs> how do I say this? You know, I think the worst people until I think the best... So whenever I get to the point of I think the best of someone, I don't go back. Like, I don't care if they hurt me. <laughs> I think the best of them, <laughs> no matter what. I'm not crying. <laughs> She's giving me a hug. <laughs> oh, oh, but yeah. So I think lately God has really revealed to me how relationships can impact the whole growth thing. And if I'm with someone that is, I guess, making me trip. <laughs> I mean, it's just me out, bro. I'm, I'm proud of you. Oh, yeah. 
as like a mosh pit to hell. <laughs> I don't want to be with people who are leading me not in a godly path, you Rave know? all the way. Yeah. I, yeah, so I've kind of just realized losing people sucks. I get that. And I've really taken it kind of hard. But in the end, they're out of my life. Yeah. And it's for the better. Yeah. I definitely struggle with that as well. Like, um, just letting go of unhealthy relationships mm-hmm. and trying to do it in a Christ-like way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really hard. It is. It, there's, no, there's no way around it. Um, and it does tie into your image of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're with people that are not doing good things, you're, how do I say this? And those people are close to your heart. And when you lose them, it's, it's just, it's so hard because God grows us through relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if we're always with people that don't grow us, that are making us trip up constantly, we're just living in this cycle of sin, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's no growth. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And that does come with, like, you know, putting your relationship with Christ before mm-hmm. everything else. You have to... That whole priority list. He mm-hmm. is the priority list, and everything you put on it should be done to glorify Him. Yeah. And if your relationships are not on that list to glorify Him, then cut it out. Like, it should be cut off completely. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... Yeah. I think there becomes a balance of, like, you know, um, for a while it's always been, like, well, you can't just knock up people's door and, like, evangelize them anymore. You have to build relationships. Mm-hmm. Be very intentional to not make those the relationships that you look for for, like, security and security. Exactly. Um, because those people are not... They do not have the same rooted priority mm-hmm. list as you. And we talked about this a lot at the beginning of ethics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, surrounding yourself with people who are different from you, but also having people that you know you can mm-hmm. um, come back to and... and Reassess. Also, yeah, and having something that's objectively true. Like the Bible. The Bible. I'm holding my Bible like mm-hmm. a preacher right now. And um, um, be able to go back to that and I think I don't know it was, I remember oh goodness losing friends is always really hard even if mm-hmm. it is unhealthy because I know for me it, it really made me spiral into a very not great place and mm-hmm. I wish that I would have utilized the mm-hmm. the healthier relationships like just even like my parents or whatever just bringing them into that or mm-hmm going to scripture more and you know I'm striving to let the struggles that I'm dealing with now push me towards scripture rather than it pushing me away from them because that's something that I've had to deal with is like something bad will happen and instead of me being receptive and like okay well I'm gonna go to scripture because honestly when something bad happens and like you Mm -hmm. get emotional that's not the first place your head goes you're just like I'm sad Mm -hmm. and um, it is like a process of learning how to remove that mm-hmm. and remember your priorities. Mm-hmm. And I think we choose the relationships that are crappy are the ones that are more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But you're used to. Mm-hmm. 
um, there's, you know, you're not the whole iron sharpens iron. You're not challenging each other to be in the word. You're not challenging each other to new levels to grow. And how do I say this nicely? You know what? I'm not going to say it. But <laughs> that's probably smart. Yeah. <laughs> but I I understand. Yeah. Yes. Um if you, and especially if you like try to I wouldn't say I mean, if you have a a friend and it's one thing if they're not a believer mm-hmm. and it's unhealthy, then you know, you need to fix like you that's on you because mm-hmm. you're the one who has the truth here. Mm-hmm. If you're in an unhealthy relationship with another believer and you do like feel like that it's unhealthy and you know that it is reconcile yes like, work towards that but do if, not let the sun go down on your anger yeah and but All if that is down. not going to happen and you can see that leave there are mm-hmm. for example paul and barnabas in the scriptures yeah. they had, they, had to, they literally they paul felt that one of the like i think they were going to go to a city mm-hmm. and evangelize and visit a church and Barnabas wanted to bring someone James or someone yeah one I think it was James and Paul was like I don't think he's ready and Bar- they they had conflict and they couldn't reconcile and so Paul left it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah Paul yeah but Paul. we see later in scripture that Paul and Barnabas you know they were in the same setting and they weren't hostile and there was nothing no ill intent mm-hmm. and I believe personally that they it, it, they just it, God was separating them, and they God had a plan for that. God had God had a plan for Barnabas and James to be somewhere, and for Paul to be somewhere. And just because that other person is a believer, doesn't mean that you guys are going to be best buddies. Y'all don't forever. have to be best friends, you know. Yeah. How do I say? You that? have to love someone, but you do not always. You have to be like with them close, yeah yes. all the time um we have eternity for that like mm-hmm. we're good right now um if you got and god's plan is perfect so know that even though you're losing someone who you know is good and you are good as well and it is unhealthy that his plans and his purpose mm-hmm. is going to be accomplished and it's good and it's mm-hmm. bigger than what you can hope for so don't try to not let go mm. just let it happen that's i if he's trying to do something in your life and you know that you need to be doing it and it's hurting you by holding on let go it's so much easier to let go <laughs> indeed it's like we're holding on to this rope and our hands are blistered they're bloody mm-hmm. <laughs> when we can just let go and let him wrap our bandages, yeah. our wounds, because he's the great physician. Oh, yeah. Okay, that. to wrap this whole podcast <laughs> up, <laughs> how do I say this? When we work on ourselves and we fix what's on the inside, the whole input thing, <laughs> the outside's going to reflect, you know, the whole sanctifying thing. Yes. Um, our relationships are going to be more honoring to Christ. It's, it all starts from the inside. And body image, if someone's struggling with body image, if I'm struggling with body <laughs> image, I, I need to learn to investigate what's at the root of this. 
-hmm. what is causing me to be insecure what Mm -hmm. am i finding security in that's shaky i guess Mm -hmm. then that's causing me to be insecure and yeah the whole being content for sure yeah may i read us a scripture yes and do you want me to read all of these out or is that like a little bit too much we can put them in the show notes. <laughs> okay, yeah. There's a lot, okay? Um, but I'm going to read Psalms 139, verse 14. Mm-hmm. I praise you, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Ooh, I and uh, I live by that. <laughs> and I stand. Okay. <laughs> My dog just, like, shook or something. And it sounded gross. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything to say to close us up? Um, yeah, there's a lot of... A lot we unpacked. It went, It started at body image, then it went to relationships. Yeah, and I, yeah we kind of wanted to talk about both of those things. Yeah. So that we, we talked about it after last week. Um, so I think that, um, yeah, if you're rooted in Christ and that is the basis of Mm -hmm. your identity everything will be more intentional yeah just make sure that what you're doing is for the glory of christ Mm -hmm. and christ alone um and if that's what you're pursuing yeah um you're going to be honored for that Mm -hmm. whether you will have the lord's favor or on heaven yeah exactly um he blesses those who pursue him and Joseph with the yeah. color, many colors. And that doesn't necessarily mean that things are going to be easy. I'm not oh, trying to no, push it is the not. prosperity gospel because I do not agree with that. But It um, will be hard, but you have... Yeah, it'll be harder than those who are... Peace through the difficulties because you're rooted in it's Christ. Go, yeah, it's going to be harder than those who are not pursuing Christ. Yeah, because um, you have more of... I don't want to say eyes on you, but you have... You're working against what this world is for. There, yep, that's, yeah, that is it, 100%. <laughs> there you go. And um, just know, like, God is with you, and mm-hmm. he is, I don't know what you did to yourself. I know, I'm, like, all scratched up. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, but he is greater, and his plans are greater. And He works out of t- outside of time. It's true, yeah. Um so, yeah, that's just kind of what I would leave off with. I said outside, and your dog just... <laughs> he's like, he gives you the death scare. Yeah, he's like, okay, outside. Through so, the yeah. window you go. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. She Unless... throws my dog out of the window. <laughs> Next week's podcast. <laughs> okay, y'all. All right. Peace out, Girl Scout. Toodles. <laughs>